today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We uh, welcome to the program now Elizabeth May, who announced yesterday, of course, that she is stepping down as the leader of the uh, the federal Green Party. Elizabeth, good morning. Thank you for the time today. Oh, good morning, Bill. Great to talk with you. Good to have you on the show again. It's been a busy couple of months for you, and I'm glad we finally <laughs> able to no catch kidding. up. Wait, yeah, what, I was going to ask what you've been up to, but I think we all know that. <laughs> You've been musing about stepping aside for quite some time. Uh, what made you make the decision at this point? What, what, what was was there one thing that, that that said, "Okay, this is it"? Well, the overwhelming driver was that since 2016, when I realized I was not going to be, uh, the party wasn't in a position to want a leadership contest. Everyone wanted me to stay. I had the opposite problem of some leaders. I had high approval ratings in 94%. So I realized I'm going to have to lead the party into the 2019 election being the fourth. And my daughter, who was then um, 20, now she's 28. Anyway, so she said, she said, mom, you can do it, but promise me this is the last time. Because if you keep working at this pace, I'm never going to have any time with you. You're, you know, like what she's concerned about isn't time off. It's, you know, it's death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she said, Mom, you've got promise me. So I promised her. So there was no question in my mind that after the 2019 election, I would be stepping down. In terms of the immediate timing, we had a really important meeting of our federal council, which represents volunteers from across the country, our shadow cabinet, and all three of us as elected MPs just this weekend in Ottawa. And I put to everyone what I thought was important timing. Number one, minority parliament, we could be back to the polls in 18 months, maybe two years. We couldn't dawdle. I couldn't delay. I had to make it really clear. I want to step down on Monday. And then it takes a while to run a proper, exciting leadership race where Canadians get engaged. I hope a lot of people join the Green Party to vote on who our next leader will be. So it, it, it just the timing kind of uh, was perfect, and it was exactly what I wanted. Is this a party that's on on the rise? I mean, I'm, I'm, I was just talking with uh, Professor Ramos uh, from Dalhousie just before you joined us, and we were talking about the fact, obviously, your numbers are up uh, slightly over even you know, the best showing that the Green Party has ever had, so that's good news, clearly. Yeah. But but you're part of the conversation now. The environment and climate change issues are now uh, in the top one or two issues, I think, in everybody's minds right across the country, maybe yeah. with the odd exception of some people in Alberta, I suppose. But But other than that... Uh, are people going to be turning to the Green Party now, not just as, as an alternative, but maybe as their first choice? Yes, I'm seeing it more. We are seeing it more all the time. I mean, our vote went up by 87 percent. We had uh, 50 candidates across the country with uh, finishes of 10 percent or more. We've never had that kind of and it's broad, right? It's not just one region. I, I was listening to part of that interview about the, you know, that notion of Western alienation. Mm-hmm. Um, b- by the way, our current voting system gives more power to parties that are all about one region versus the rest of the country. Witness that the Bloc Québécois got very, you know, they had more votes than we did, but not by much. And they got 32 seats and we got three because all their votes are in Quebec. So I, I hope we can get back to electoral reform, because I think it's an important part of national unity for people to know you can vote for what you want and have a good, responsible parliament working that represents all parts of Canada. Uh, having having the Liberals shut out of Alberta and Saskatchewan, I think, is not healthy for the country. Clearly, people voted for them, but not in sufficient numbers in our winner-take-all riding-by-riding system. 
in any case, it, 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 looking across the country, we had such high support. The Maritimes, for instance, our total vote in the Maritimes was 14% of popular vote. That's stunning. Now, we got one seat out of that in Fredericton, but there were a lot of very close second-place finishes. So I think it's a good time to say we have momentum. Let's use that momentum into choosing a new leader. And I sure didn't want to be one of those politicians who makes the mistake of staying well past your best before date. You know, you really you want to get off the shelf and out of the fridge. But when, when, when you've got uh, momentum and a positive result on your side. Elizabeth, what about you personally? Uh, we should b- remind our listeners, by the way, that uh, you may be stepping down as leader, but you're not going away. Uh, exactly. You're still going to sit there. there. You had mused before that you might want to actually take a shot at the, the speaker's job. I think you've changed your mind about that, haven't you? Well, I love the idea. Of, honestly, though, I would love to be Speaker of the House. The timing isn't right now. I mean, okay. it, listeners probably don't think about it very much. There's a Speaker of the House at the front of the room in Parliament. You see them on the news now and then. But the, that's a very unique process of choosing the Speaker. It's a, it's a secret ballot. All members of Parliament vote. And it only takes place immediately after the election. So this time around, with brand new, wonderful, impressive member of parliament for Fredericton, Jenica Atwin, and Paul Manley, who, while being reelected, only had one month in the House before the election because he was elected in a very late by-election this spring. May 6th, he was elected. So they both, I mean, I, I said when, when media asked me if I was interested in speaker, but the decision has to be one that my number one concern is what do Paul and Jenica think? And they said, you know, we do not want to be sitting in Parliament with all those people heckling all around us and not have the benefit of of your experience of what the rules are, where we can get our or in procedural details and almost procedural trivia is kind of my specialty area. And and Jenica and Paul need me with them right now and i'm frankly happy to be uh, you know in the trenches as it were once you become the speaker of the house if i should be fortunate enough to, to have that occur at some point in my life you really have to stay nonpartisan. so and that would include having a harder time pushing for climate action and that is my number one driving force none of the other parties understand the science we have a very critical negotiation coming up next month. It just moved. Some of your listeners may have noticed that it moved from Chile to uh, to Spain and to Madrid mm-hmm. because of the unrest in Chile. But that's a critical conference, and I want to be there, and I will be there, pushing for every country, but particularly my own, to stop being a laggard and do what's required. Elizabeth May, uh, still with us and uh, still going to be a voice in the, this upcoming parliament. Uh, as always, Elizabeth, thanks so much for the time today. Great talking with you again. Anytime. Thanks so much, Bill. Take care. Bye-bye. Elizabeth, bye-bye. Elizabeth May, uh, gone but not forgotten. And not ruling out the idea of speaker, just probably not in this term of uh, the parliament anyway. Uh, there are some rumors, too, that uh, that she may be in line for a Senate appointment. I think that's really some of the opposition conservatives that are talking about that uh, because uh, she uh, doesn't seem to, to be in, very interested in that at all. And uh, that's, that's an independent body now anyway with uh, some of the crazy things that are going on in the Senate that were announced the other day about this independent body of, uh, of 11 senators that are kind of going off doing their own thing now. Probably better off staying in the House of Commons where you can actually have a voice and do some good uh, with some of these policies that she's talked about. And uh, obviously a, a minority parliament is going to have to adhere to, and that includes things like uh, electoral reform and climate change. 
Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.